Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. We have a wild and exciting week ahead with some cosmic craziness, destiny striking, and a retrograde about to hit. We will be talking about the hottest, ho hottest Hollywood news, as well as diving into the stars of our fabulous, our ferocious, and our fierce celebrity guest. Hey guys, Sam Davidson here, celebrity journalist, red carpet reporter, aficionado of all things pop culture. I'm so excited to talk with you guys about what we have going on during this crazy week, and of course to introduce you to our special celebrity guest, Sam Zimmerman. How you uh -oh. doing? I didn't know who you were talking about. Yes, no, it's we were me. talking about Aries the cat actually okay. sitting right here. No, just kidding, Stan. <laughs> we're so excited to have you, um, me personally, selfishly, uh -oh. because you have written and produced and all of that been involved in some of my favorite shows of all time right so you have worked on the golden girls roseanne and gilmore girls my personal favorite so but you have had such a prolific amazing career can you tell me a little bit about how you got started and what your real big break was uh, I started very, very young. When I was about seven and a half, I would create plays in my basement and corral all the neighbor kids to come down and be a part of it. And I would, you know, kind of write them and direct them and be the mastermind. And then uh, my second grade teacher allowed me to present the plays in school. And uh, then she called my mother. And I thought she was calling to say I did something bad. But she actually was suggesting that I go to theater school. And so I started to. Uh, seven and a half, Cranbrook Theater School in Michigan, and that kind of propelled me into finding my voice and uh, really helped me, especially through those difficult years of being bullied in from seventh to ninth grade. And I found my tribe, and I also started rewriting the plays that I was in because I thought they were too corny, <laughs> and you know, too many kings and queens and princesses and frogs, and um, so that made me think I could actually create content, but at that point we didn't call it content, and um, I created my own TV network in my bedroom, because that's what kids do, right? And oh yeah, I was a I was an interesting uh, child like you, obsessed with entertainment as well. I had a yeah. film strip on my wall when my parents got divorced, actually. They were like, what do you want? We'll paint anything. We'll hire someone to paint it, and I was like, I want Lucille Ball staring at me when I sleep. Oh my god, that's scary. Yeah, Not so... Not even Desi wanted that. Oh uh, yeah, I had a dog named Desi, so um, yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, I understand being a child, very mature, kind of, and fascinated with all things entertainment. Obsessed, obsessed with it. Yeah. I was, you guys, I, I was the same too. I, yeah. <laughs> what did you have on your walls? Uh, well, for a while, Britney Spears, but okay. you know, and, but I mean, I was like, I was like really obsessed. But then I, I remember being in like eighth grade, like doing the dances and teaching my straight friends to do it with me, and they were like, "God, Kyle, really?" And I was like, "Do it! I'm in Aries Rising. Of course, we're gonna do it." Uh -oh. And we did it, so whatever. Terrifying, Kyle. I know. That I'm, is but, terrifying. But I'm nice. I just seduce people with my smile. I understand uh, that. Oh, very true. Is that how you're here? He seduced you? Yes. That's, yeah. he, he seduced I seduced him, you know. Oh, uh -oh. Yeah, I mean, it's true. She was in a big <laughs> floaty up on the pool. 
Okay. With like, you know, a big, was it, what was it wine or was it like vodka or something at that yeah, point? God knows, I don't Something know. clear. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then we just collect, get like connected and we've been yeah. friends ever since. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And so what would you say was really your big break in the industry? Um, I moved, I went to NYU to study acting and I thought that was going to be my path, but I was too nervous to go to auditions. My face would just shake like mm. all over, which is so funny because now I'm actually teaching sitcom audition classes in LA and other cities. So I understand the fear that goes into it. So I think that helps students. And also it's from the point of view of the writer producer. Mm -hmm. And most teachers are agents or managers or former actors. And I'm the only one literally in the world teaching it from this point of view. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, so it's really cool to do it. And it also helps me uh, hone my directing skills and writing as well. And we usually only use material that I've written, which there's a vast uh, collection of scripts that have never been done. So they're hidden gems, as I like to think of them. Um, so after NYU and being poor in New York, when living in a fifth floor walk-up at the size of this table, <laughs> I just had my eyes set on L.A. because I was obsessed with TV. And uh, I had met my writing partner, Jim Berg, at NYU, and we were writing scripts in between classes and after-school jobs. And we got noticed by some people out in L.A., so we decided to come out and meet them. And they said, back then, you had to be in L.A. to write for television, because there was not a lot of TV being done in New York, especially half hours. So I packed up my little bag and came out here and um, worked at the Vista Movie Theater, originally. Mm. And we got our very, we kept rewriting and writing spec scripts, and then one just clicked. And that's why I tell people, just keep writing. Mm -hmm. uh, because so many people have, you know, that are reading scripts have piles to read. But you just need that one that has the right story, with the right characters, that make you sing. And people liked the script we wrote. And suddenly we were offered uh, like three jobs on shows. And I handed in my keys, because I was assistant manager at the Vista. And You're like, bye, bitch. Like. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and I never looked back. And then just, uh, so it was a short-lived ABC series. People can look it up online. Um, but um, we just propelled that and worked super hard and got a pilot within two months of that, which was pretty um, That's wild. unusual. Yeah, yeah, usually you have to be on a show for a while to get a pilot. Totally. We got a pilot at CBS. It didn't end up happening, but um, we just kept pushing and pushing. And obviously the big, big job was the second year we got a job on uh, Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. And that changed everything. Iconic. Yes, yeah. But we didn't know it at the time. It was literally the first season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when we did one episode on it, um, I don't even think they started airing it yet. So we just were able to watch the pilot. And mimic that, and then we would go to a couple of the tapings and kind of see where they were going with the stories. And <clears throat> this was very, very early on in the whole process. And then they liked the script and they brought us right on staff, and we were there. So that yeah. was pretty crazy. And it was just an interesting time because all my contemporaries we just, you know, were starting out and to suddenly being thrown into such a huge show mm -hmm. and having a real job. That was, you know, for early twenties. It was very unusual, and you know, we could, I could buy a car, and I could totally, you know, 
get a rent an apartment on my own and things like that. So that was really cool. Awesome. Well, it, it, the thing that I think is just so cool is that, like, literally, I was hanging out with a friend yesterday with a Golden Girls shirt on. She's a straight woman. Oh. You know, and it's like, it's so iconic. Still, still. Oh, so I mean, iconic. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, my friends reference it, like, every day, you know? Like, so I think that that's just so incredible to be with a legend like you that's been working on that and, you know, creating in that world. So, yes. thank you for being here. Oh, thank excited. you for inviting me. Yeah. Um, it's so funny when I'm, because I'm, joined a lot of the Facebook groups that have yeah. girls and they'll put little memes or lines of mine and I'll say, oh, thank you for doing that. And I'm like, wait, is that you? No. You re and they just don't have any idea yeah. that people that are involved, and not many do follow those groups, but mm -hmm. I just, I'm, I'm so honored that I was a little part of it and I love yeah. that as each generation comes along, people keep They're finding They're rediscovering it. Yeah. You know, and I... I think that's because it's, it has this timeless appeal to it, you know? So I just, I love it. All right, guys. Well, we have so much more to learn about Stan. No, we're only talking about Golden Girls. No, yeah. we, we're going to talk about what makes you you and all uh, of that good stuff throughout the show. But before we get there, we have our weekly forecast from Kyle. Absolutely. So we have a jam-packed week. First off, today, July 2nd, is a solar eclipse. This means that major destined events will be taking place this week. So keep your eyes peeled for how things may be shifting, beginning, or pushing you to new horizons. Solar eclipses are new moons, but more powerful. So they're great for starting new projects, building plans, or growing with people you love. This eclipse is in the watery and emotional sign of cancer, which means we'll all be feeling more in touch with our inner fields. Your intuition is also going to be through the roof this week, so listen to what your heart is saying. Mars also is having a lot of activity this week. This hot and fiery planet of drive and sex is moving into the royal zodiac sign of Leo this week. So get ready to be feeling your adventurous and playful side heating up. It's summer, so use this energy to get creative, throw a party, or show everybody how popular you really are. You know, let this sexy energy burn. This is sizzling heat, so keep it, keep that and captivate that and use that for everything that you do. Romance and passion are also favored during this time, so go big or go home. It's so, about time, yeah. Jesus Christ. Right, right, so that's the first two big things I wanted to highlight. Are you saying, though, <laughs> that, you know, people are going to be getting a little bit brandy this July 4th week? Oh, hell yeah. Hot, sizzling, absolutely in the pool, maybe absolutely. meeting some new people at pool parties. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's definitely going to be happening because with this, you know, Mars is, is dynamic and it's bold and it's, 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 it's flamboyant, it's ferocious, it's fiery. It wants to experience life and to create life. And so people are going to be feeling more daring when they're interacting, you know, especially when there's an opportunity for a connection or love. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I... You know, and with the eclipse happening too, major new beginnings. Major people are going to be coming into our into our lives. It could actually, you know, and, and it came into your guys' lives. Exactly. Yeah, just like boom, bam, bam. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. But but you know, it, these faded connections are actually going to be leading our lives in really positive and new directions that we may not necessarily expect right away. Like it's that kind of like kindred spirit, faded, destined opportunity, and with Mars being there, where we're feeling more excited to, to embrace that so cool so that's really good however i do I don't have like the to however part mm -hmm. yeah i uh, know what's coming dun, up. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah however the dreaded mercury retrograde we all love to hate 
begins on July 7th. Right in the smack, like, beginning, right. middle of our summer. <laughs> I know. So annoying. But, but don't, like, don't, don't worry about it. You don't have to, like, run for cover because this can actually be a good thing. And I know we touched a little bit about this last week. In, in this, uh, you know, in this period, we can actually, you know, dive more into projects and people and things from the past. And so I know that, you know, we all want to be running forward and making things happen all the time in our lives. But we have to revisit things because sometimes we don't either have all of the information that is necessary or we, we need to kind of fine-tune things to actually bring them back to life. This can be, you know, in all sorts of different ways, in relationships, you know, in friendships, in some sort of communication. I have old projects that, you know, I may, you know, be digging up and, and reconnecting with other people. You know, you may as well. All sorts of things. And, like, like, even with, like, business stuff, you may be working with, like, people from your past, past contacts, past press contacts. Yeah, well, I'm going to Comic-Con in the middle of the month. So yeah. So that probably will fall around there. Totally, totally. You know, so, yeah, so with, with Mercury Retrograde going, you know, there are some things we do want to avoid... So, you know, with we're, we, we will be seeing the slowdown happen, but try not to buy electronics, you know. Don't make final agreements if you don't have to. Don't start new projects. You know, return to these things. <laughs> Stan just kind of, like, shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, like, God damn it. Um, I have but, so many things about to... <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I'm excited to talk about some of those things because I know what's going to happen for you and how these are. Um, yeah, so, but, so here's the thing. If you are starting new things, that's not the end of the world. It just means that it's going to shift at a later time in possibly a direction that you may not have expected. So, like, let's say you have a pilot that you're, like, about to make happen or you're starting a production company or something. Well, your initial plan for it is going to adjust, and you have to be flexible about, flexible about that. And, you know, we made that joke about you being a Libra and being flexible, and you... Apparently, you have no problem with that, you said. So, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> yeah, you know, so like really making sure that you're going to allow the universe to kind of redirect you when the time comes. However, you know, if, if you're looking to reignite something with an ex, reignite a project, like I said, this is a faded time. So reach back out to that because that connection, that conversation can start back up. I actually did a, a very comprehensive an easy-to-read guide that is called the only Mercury guide you will ever, or Mercury retrograde guide you will ever need, and it is on my blog on my website, so if you'd like to check it out, it is www.kylethomasastrology.com. Why does retrograde get such a bad name? Like, why? Well, because people don't like to slow down, I think, and people don't like to necessarily, like, I mean, there certainly are things that, that happen, you know, there are the tangible, like, computers breaking down, cars breaking down, you know, people missing emails, like, that, that happens, you know, but there's, but each retrograde also has a blessing within it, too, so it's like, with Venus retrograde, it's, it allows you to actually return to different romantic, you know, or creative relationships that were in, in the past, but need to come back to life, you know, and as much as, you know, like, Sam and I, like, joke about, like, oh my god, like, X is coming back, like, you never, like, your ex could actually be your true love. You know, I'm serious, you know? And it's possible because people need to grow and evolve and change. And I'm not saying that specifically for me. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that in general of life. <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> you <laughs> but, know who he's talking about. Yes, there is an ex oh. that shall not be spoken of ever again. Voldemort. So how red No, you don't. No, it's so funny because, all right, so I had an ex that I dated for four years uh, when I was in Chicago. And I always give... 
a nickname to all of my exes after, like, you know, something that's just, like, whatever, and we all can kind of, like, because I don't want to hear their name, you know, I'm just, just, I get anxious like that, <laughs> so we give them a different name, and uh, the guy from Chicago, we called him Voldemort, and it was, like, perfect, but then she takes Voldemort and uses it for this other guy, and he's not Voldemort. He is not evil. He's just a man-child, and that's the one we use for him. Okay. Anyways, we're moving on. All right, so that's the forecast. Next. Well, thank you, guys. I hope you all enjoyed our weekly forecast. (laughs) Stay tuned, because we are getting into my personal favorite segment, our pop culture stories. Uh, We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. We are going to be diving in to the top three pop culture stories of the week and then going into our celeb WTF. So the first story is Vanderpump Rules stars Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright got married this week. Full disclosure, I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, but this is a huge story in pop culture. And so I did a deep dive kind of into what was going on with these people on the show. I watched some recap videos. Um, Essentially, what's going on is Jax and Brittany met in 2015 in Vegas, whirlwind weekend probably filled with alcohol, sex, and drugs. And he convinced her, she lived in Kentucky, that she needed to move to Los Angeles to be with him. And so she did. And he was on the Vanderpump Rules TV show and was one of the leads in it and he already had a pretty bad reputation of being a playboy but Brittany moves there she's very sweet they have an extremely tumultuous relationship that was documented on the show and uh you know there was a cheating scandal he got her new boobs and she didn't really want them and then he was like made him get made her get bigger ones because he thought the boobs were more for him than they were for her. I don't know. It seems like an extremely toxic relationship. Something That's to bring a, home to your mother. Seriously, God yeah. Dick. But uh, he's rich, so that probably uh, was a big part of it. But How you does know, he have money? He is. Um, he's affiliated with Lisa Vanderpump in some way. I can't remember if it's just through the show or if they're actually related. Um, but he's just kind of always been a staple in. Hollywood lifestyle reality TV shows for the past few years. If you, if you didn't know their background and just looked at their wedding photos this weekend, um, you would think that they are the most pure, adorable couple. They had this beautiful wedding. Did she in wear Kentucky. white? She wore white. Yeah, she did. Um, she wore about three different gowns. Oh. Yes, that's the costume new thing. changes. Yeah, that's a new thing now. Costume <laughs> changes at weddings. Okay. It's what celebrities do. Um, and do guys? Do gay guys do that? I mean, I don't they just go shirtless. And, yeah, they okay. just slowly. Hey, take future off husband, when you hear this, are we gonna do that? Yeah, <laughs> just putting that out there. But so I, I, I asked Kyle um, what he thought of this pairing. Is it doomed? Is it meant to be? Like, what's going on between Jax and Brittany? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this, this is a very interesting pair. Jax Taylor is a Cancer, whereas Brittany Cartwright is an Aquarius. We don't have their rising signs, but we do know that the eclipses are playing a major role right now. Anyone with Cancer or Capricorn sun or rising are having major learning curves in relation to their partnerships. For instance, as I've mentioned before, this can bring you closer and you unite and take the next step, 
or you will shatter to find someone better. This is happening to all sorts of cancers and Capricorns everywhere. As a very clear example of this is one of my best friends in the entire world, John. I love him. He's so great. He literally got engaged this past weekend out of nowhere, and I'm so happy for him, but he's a Capricorn, and that eclipse is bringing him closer with his now fiancé rather than taking them apart. Wow. Yeah, so I'm, you know, cheers to you, John. I love you. Congrats, guys. Um, back in uh, spring 2015, looking into their charts, Jupiter, the planet of miracles, was actually in Britney's house of partnership and marriage, which is why they had such a faded connection right away. It just really pulled them, them together. However, since 2017, Saturn, the planet of hardship or maturity, has been directly opposed to Jax, causing him to have difficulty in his partnerships and feeling as if the person that he's close to is colder. So this can make someone feel alone and could have spurned some of the cheating that was happening. Mm -hmm. So that's where I was seeing that. Ultimately, the main thing at play though, like I said, are the eclipses and Jax's committed partnerships will become even more blessed and happy from December 3rd, 2019 to December 18th, 2020. So cheers to them. So could that mean like pregnancy? Or just happiness? Yeah, I mean, I just think that, bigger you know, boobs. they're building... Yeah, new boobs. Yeah. Maybe he was going to get her even bigger yeah. ones. <laughs> Third time's a charm, right? Oh yeah, my God. exactly. Well, I mean, they're going to be building, you know, closeness in their relationship. So whatever's going to allow them to build a more healthy, fulfilling connection, you know? Mm. Maybe it's planning trips. Maybe it's you know, buying specific, you know, houses, you know, whatever it be. Like, I'm not sure, but... Yeah, well, I just... But it's it, just whatever's, whatever's uniting them. I'm interested to hear what you think, Stan, about just this reality TV phenomenon. I did a Bravo show once. Did you? Well, I did, What yeah. was it? It was called Situation Comedy, and it was produced by Sean Hayes and Will and & Grace. Yeah. And it was, if you know the Project Greenlight show, it was, mm -hmm. it was trying to find the next great sitcom. Oh. And I was working on Gilmore Girls at the time, and Sean's agent called, and I thought he was going to pitch an actor for the show, but he was pitching me to go meet on it. And had I even thought that it was an audition, I probably would have been scared out of my mind, but I went in and met Andy Cohen before he was Andy Cohen, and got the job. And it was really fun, but I, I was obsessed with reality shows. I'd seen like every real-world episode. So to be on one was just a dream come true. Wow. But then you really get to see how unreal it is. And I found moments like I'd be driving home and realize that they had manipulated a conflict. They had fed me some information that I might not have known so that I would go in and yell or get mad or something. Uh, yeah. So then you just start to look at reality shows much differently. But... Um, you know, I, I don't hate them or think that they're a bad thing for mm -hmm. people. Um, it, it's something you enjoy to do. Do it. I think there's mm -hmm. paths to it to other careers that we have seen. Oh, for you sure. Know, in the beginning, there was a lot of stigma around it. Like, you couldn't be on a reality show and be a real actor. Well, it, it, you know, the rules are all thrown up now, I feel. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, if it's something you enjoy... Go for it. Yeah, it just always fascinates me, though, when, you know, it moves from TV to real life to people getting married and actually having babies and then having their dirty laundry. Like, I watched the clip of this girl, Brittany, while they were taping her, when she finds out her boyfriend cheated on her. And, you know, and he, like, busts into the room. And then you think to yourself, well, did production must have tipped him off to, like, where she was? So he's looking for her. Production's telling her them like where she is, so it's always I'm just like wow, this is 
it is kind of real. Like they actually got mm-hmm. married, and oh look who's in the White House. Yeah, reality. I know. Person, not even. A smart now everybody yeah. thinks they can be president, but that's another um, that's mm-hmm. another podcast. <laughs> well, it's actually really funny too because it's everything that I, I have a lot of friends and celebrities that have been um, on those same sort of shows shows too, and it's like we'll just like go to lunch and they'll like talk about everything that's like that's filming or that's been going on or that happened, and they're like they, they didn't even paint me as a real person, like it really did not authentically do justice to them, and I'm like, oh, it's just so weird. Yeah. Well, like there I mean, are... you. You're giving away all of your power of your, your identity for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? but as a creator, we need characters for a show. And totally. I have to remember, they, it's a TV show. And yeah. like scripted, you have to have the villain and the ingenue and all. So they're going to yeah. cast you as that type and they're going to fulfill that type. So that's just yeah. part of the bargain when you sign you know, your life away. But then there are great advantages to it. And, totally. You know, you can use it to market anything you want to do or if you want to you know propel it hopefully to another career or you just want to stay in reality so it's you know you, you get to create what you want to be yeah so i'd love to do another one actually that'd be cool yes another millionaire matchmaker or <laughs> something yeah. like what that was it uh finding mr oh was it finding mr right or something yeah like that? i wanted to be on that they didn't want me on that <laughs> as a contestant well, we wish them nothing but the best and cannot wait to see what happens um, on and off screen because I'm sure we will. Our next story is about a Pretty Little Liar star, Shane Mitchell. She just announced that she was pregnant and this come, this is her rainbow baby. So she announced a few her months ago, they call it a rainbow baby when you have a miscarriage. Oh, I thought and it was then, like if you slept with a gay guy. No, yeah, that'd be funny. That's oh not God. sad. <laughs> Uh, um, they'd, be, they'd be lucky. Wah, wah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but so she. The gay guy would be. I would be so pissed. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you had a baby. Something. Well, like, but like, you had a accidentally. No, but no. Why, how could you accidentally have a baby, Kyle? I mean, I have dated women in the past, but like, I've also had sloppy, sloppy nights. Gross, gross, gross. gross. <laughs> okay, so Shay announced that she was pregnant with her um, long-time partner is you know they're not married engaged whatever um matt babel his name is and i have always been a big fan of pretty little liars do you know brendan robinson brendan uh yes i believe yes i've done many plays with him yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i've seen some of his plays yeah yeah. um and pretty little liars actually shot the same place Gilmore girls yes at luke steiner the whole stars hollow stars hollow same set uh, so she's and Oliver about, Goldstick was a writer producer yes, on it. I went mm-hmm. to high school with him. No way. So a few little little liars. Yeah, the connection. first connection. I love it. I yeah, I was obsessed with that show. And um, so yeah, she's pregnant. She's about six months along now, and they have to seem. This couple seems to have a really honest, um, good relationship. From what we can tell, they've kept it very under wraps. No one really knows much about him, who he is. Just that he's Canadian former athlete, TV host, but she's never even been very open about being in a relationship. You'll sometimes see pictures, but she's having a baby now, and I think it's really beautiful and very happy for her. They obviously waited a long time to reveal the news because she, I think, has three months to go because they wanted to make sure, you know, everything was okay. But, yeah, I just wanted to get into what this couple was like together and what's coming up for them. Totally. So yet, uh, this is yet another example of important partnership astrologically. Shay Mitchell is an Aries, whereas Matt Babel, is that how you say his last name? I, I mean Babel, yeah. Babel. 
is a Libra. This is a lovely connection and that's why I'm always talking about the yin and the yang when it comes to relationships. There's a form of completion when two signs are across the zodiac wheel and that's exactly how Aries and Libra energy works. And that's, we always talk about that, you know, like we are, you know, hey, Los Angeles. Sam is a Libra. If you are an Aries straight man, yes. jump on this shit. <laughs> so just putting that out there. Uh, yeah. The interesting here, you know, just overall though, is that Mercury, the planet of news and communication, is actually right now in Shay's house of children. So it entered there last week and it's gliding along and that's bringing the news publicly. Well, okay, so what's interesting that I didn't write down here is that she's big on YouTube. Also, she has millions of subscribers, whatever. She announced the pregnancy with a YouTube video and I think starting a separate <laughs> YouTube channel about... Just for the child? Her, yeah, basically. And that's Mercury pregnancy. related. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Totally, totally. So, you know, when Mercury travels to each part of these li uh, uh, each part of our lives, our minds are stimulated and focused on that, year, that area and communicating that. That's literally exactly what you're saying right there. So I love that. Uh, Shay and, uh, also for both Shay and Matt, the eclipses are not only going to be affecting their careers, you know, in different times, but simultaneously their home, their home and family life. So this signifies a shift, a change, a growth, anything in that family area, which is now going to be happening with the child. Amazing. Well, and would you not date someone because of their sign? I mean, because you know so much about that, would that no alter your pattern? No, no. I mean, I, I do talk about this a lot. I do think every sign can work with every sign. It just is going to take communication and and efforts and focus. And yes, there are certain signs that are just like very very easy <coughs> to flow with. But you know, for instance, like uh, like like, like man child. He's a Capricorn. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> technically, we'd be extremely like aligned. So, like, ideally, I want to find a Capricorn, or you know, like for instance, I actually was like hot minute like seeing this Scorpio, and I was like, oh my god, this is like great. We're like, you know, things are like really vibing. And he's a fucking crazy ass dude, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna be abused. Literally, <laughs> no. Like, yeah. no. So, like, technically, astrologically, we would be working. But, like, you know what? If I'm going to be choked, I just want it to be during certain times. I don't... Kyle, jeez. <laughs> that kind of show, is it? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But, but, yeah. So, it's like, you know, there's just different kinds of things that, you know, align, you know, with these rising signs. And then, you know, your sun signs. But then I also look at, like, the Venus and then the 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 Mars because we can look at the you know their sex drive compatibility and there's all sorts of interesting things there so yes does I that was, answer your question I well, would be I would imagine people would be intimidated because they might think you know certain things yeah have that well That's yesterday yeah. I kind That's of true. let one fly I was in the hot tub at our pool and <laughs> I bet you say that a lot yes yeah. I was in the hot tub <laughs> um, which is like bro, it's true I basically live in our you hot tub so I, I don't get out um, <laughs> So I was up there and I was just talking with someone about not dating people in this apartment building and how bad it is. But then it's like if I see a cute guy and I'm like, oh, and there's a couple in the building that have two kids now that actually met in the building. And I'm like, look, it can work for them. Yeah. So I met some guy in the hot tub and I asked him his sign because I'm turning into Kyle. Oh, God. And he dun, said, dun, dun. He, he said, Scorpio. And I go, oh. That's bad. <laughs> I was like... Scorpio is the sign of the guy that was completely crazy to uh, Kyle. And it's just, it's an intense, it's a very intense sign. And yeah. he doesn't, he seems very calm, cool, and collected. And I was just like, I don't know, Scorpio, man. 
I don't think so. Well, the, like the right kind of Scorpio, I would be all about that and could possibly work with you if they were not a total piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I just cannot. There with, should be a sign just for that. Right. right? <laughs> well, like I said, like, you know, like just be, like every sign has like positive attributes and negative attributes. You know, I have things that I am always trying to work to be better at and to be conscious of so that I don't you know, bring, you know, negativity to anyone or inflict it upon myself, which is actually something that has happened more often than, than my negativity towards other people. And, you know, by, by being aware of our patterns and, and evolution, we can become more fulfilled and healthier and happier and more actualized human beings. So Good. Well, our next story is a kind of a silly one because YouTube stars, are they really stars? But they have more money and followers than a lot of huge celebrities. So there's some YouTube star drama I wanted to dive into because I find it interesting and I wanted to see what's going on with these people. So Tana Mojo is this big Instagram YouTube star. She has about 4.5 million followers on YouTube, same with Instagram. And she does a lot of makeup videos um, and she became recently though, most famous for dating Bella Thorne while Bella was in a relationship with a man, Maude's son. So it was kind it was open on Bella's side. So it's like the Tana and Maude's son couldn't date anyone else while dating Bella. But Bella could date both of them. So they She knows how to do it, doesn't she? She really yeah, she's, a, she's yeah. a Libra, isn't she? Yeah. Bella's she's a, well balanced. Tana's a cancer. No, Bella. Bella's a Libra. Crazy. Bella's a Libra, yeah. Yeah, she probably has some Scorpio in there somewhere. I don't know. No, you Libra's got some freaking you. I guess so. I, I, I don't know. Do I? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Who knows? Um, okay, so then Bella and Tana, she broke up with her two boyfriend, girlfriend, and Tana moved on with someone else very recently. They were very serious. Another really sexy YouTube star, and uh, he cheated on her. Apparently, she blasted him on social media, like, big time posting pictures. This is the face you make when your boyfriend cheats on you. Blah, blah, blah. And so she's... That, that was just, like, a few <laughs> weeks ago. And this is Tana's oh 21st birthday was this past week. Literally, she has a billboard on Sunset Boulevard saying, Happy 21st, Tana. It is, like, right by the McDonald's. It's Who right there. I don't know. She's so rich. This girl has a huge mansion. How? Through YouTube, she, no. gets, she gets, yeah. I don't believe that. People make, these kids make millions of dollars off YouTube. It's insane. Um, by making these really silly videos. I mean, I'm if you there's Google their net worth. There's something else going on. Google their net worth. I don't know. Okay. It's pretty high. So <laughs> she has basically been celebrating her 21st birthday. By the way, she looks like she could be 35. Um, and she's been celebrating it big time. There's another big YouTube star named Jake Paul, who uh, has a brother, Logan Paul. They're, they were Disney-turned YouTube stars. There's a lot of nasty things that's been in the media about them. Um, you know, racism, homophobia, like... Ugh, little icky. things like that. Yeah, yeah just little things yeah. like that. Icky people. Um, no one even knew Jake and Tana were dating, but at her huge 21st birthday bash in Vegas, he proposed with a huge ring that... Why is Vegas always involved in this? I know. It's, it's people make bad Sin decisions. Sin got the name for a reason. Exactly. People make bad decisions in Vegas, so... I will not get engaged in Vegas. Hell no. no. He proposes to her yeah. on stage with a big birthday cake that says, like, will you marry me? And she's, oh my god, yes! And, like, no one even knew they were together. 
the ring people think could possibly be fake. Um, and everyone thought this maybe was just a big YouTube prank that they were doing. Like, are they pranking people with their relationship? They're going that far for publicity. She even said something on Instagram saying, I'm so engaged and I'm getting more engagement, like with her followers, like sharing followers kind of thing. So <laughs> it's just like, it, this is such a weird world today. Oh with, my God, these um, crazy bitches. Yeah, social media influencers, oh, wow. like they are pretty much out of control. So <laughs> I just thought this story is freaking crazy because they're obviously not going to last. They might just be like, gotcha, who who knows? But Kyle, what, what are their compatibilities? <laughs> totally. Tana is a cancer. And, and that's, you know, going back again to what I've been talking about with the eclipses happening in her partnership sector. It's hitting her directly this way, opening up new marriage and partnership potentials. So even though that some are speculating that, you know, there's some like fallacy to this, so that's not working, that's still a partnership. Yeah. That's still, you know, they're, they're going in it together. In it, that's why business partnerships are ruled by the same marriage sector too. So whether or not they're truly in love doesn't really matter. They've aligned themselves strategically together. I mean, that's like how power couples happen. That's the, this is an example of that. And that's why like, I am looking for like, my husband to be in a power couple with me too. Like, we are going to be like that. Like, yeah. So anyways, Jake is a Capricorn. And again, this hits him the same way because Cancers and Capricorns are on that spectrum of the eclipses. You know, they don't have to necessarily marry each other because of those signs, but when these eclipses are happening, you find someone in, in your life that is going to match that. So they're combining. However, Bella is a Libra, and, and that definitely is just throwing you know some sort of like wrench into there. Altogether, Tana and Jake are actually more astrologically compatible. They synergize well, so much better because of the union of water and earth. And this energy typically aligns, you know, just for the long haul. So you know, oh. what, like I said, whether they're in, in cahoots for, like, true love doesn't matter. They're doing it. They should. To gain the followers and the publicity or whatever. Seriously, it's so crazy. Um, I guess mazel tov to the happy couple. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, can't wait to see uh, what kind of train wreck is going to happen. Because I'm just excited to watch. But I wish you the best. All right, so our celeb WTF of the week is actually a couple that... I love very much, but I've never understood their connection because they're so private. It's Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendes, and they have two children. I don't, they, they might be married, but nobody really knows. They're extremely private. Um, they met in 2011 when filming the movie The Place Beyond the Pines, and they played a couple on that. And then they were spotted that year at Disneyland on their first date. And ever since then, they've just literally been together, but there's very few pictures out there of them. Um, she has had two babies with him when he won his Golden Globe for La La Land. He gave the most beautiful speech, you know, thanking her for being such an amazing partner, raising their children. It was She was pregnant and they had one, helping her brother through cancer. And he was just saying, you know, thank you for giving me this time to uh, do this movie and find myself this way, and he couldn't have done it without her. And they're very sweet, and so recently they've you know been talking about each other a little bit more in interviews and things like that, but they've kept it extremely private, and at first you think, like, what is this? Is it really meant to be? But I think it's true love. Um, I know Kyle looked into, looked into this, so what's going on with these two? Ryan Gosling is a Scorpio. Eva is a Pisces. This is such a magical and sweet connection because they're both water signs and they align really well. 
They can intuitively connect and their emotions run deep. Looking at their timeline, we can see that when they connected, Jupiter, the planet of miracles, was in Ryan's house of marriage and partnership, and that is exactly what united them. So this is the perfect example of what I was talking about before, with, you know, you don't have to be, your perfect match may not necessarily be exactly across from you, but when the planets are activating that energy, when there's energy across the sky from you, that's when you may find it. So, like, when there's energy that's following for... Like I said, for all, like all of the Capricorns right now, there's an eclipse that's happening in their house of marriage. Well, they, a Capricorn may want to get married to anyone in any sign. It doesn't have to necessarily just be Cancer. So that kind of energy was aligning for them, specifically with Ryan and Eva. Uh, but except it was Ju Jupiter was the planet of, of miracles blessing there. In 2014, Jupiter was then in Eva's house of love and children, and that's when she got pregnant. Wow. So that was a really interesting thing that I saw there. As for Ryan and Rachel, though, they're both Scorpios, which is Rachel intense, McAdams, yeah. Yeah, so. which is an intense and passionate pair. They have this magnetism between them that is tremendous, and the sexual energy between them was certainly fiery. However, Scorpio is a fixed sign, and they do not like to budge, and they often will get their way. If they fight, they will certainly be going to have a violent clash, because Scorpio often like waits in the sand until it's approached and then stepped on and then it will strike so that you die. And more importantly, what about Ryan and Librans, right? Yeah. Am I talking for us? I mean What do you think? It's not good, I don't think. There's no hope for us and Ryan? I don't Gossip? think so. Sadly, no. Well, I mean you, you guys okay. can any sign. We can dream, right? Yeah, you yeah. can definitely dream. I mean he's definitely there was there was a period in time where I was like, Oh my god, you are my dream man. I don't really have one anymore. I now think. that I know he's a Scorpio, I'm not going to lie, it makes me a little less attracted to him. Good, <laughs> get out of my way. See, it's so funny because it's like, that doesn't, that's just, the only sign that does that for me is Sagittarius, where I'm like, if a guy like on Tinder or like I'll meet out or something, they're like, oh, I'm a Sag. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, with Scorpios, I'm like, I don't need that kind of energy. That's yeah. just too much for me. Well, I'm glad to know that, you know. They really are a serious couple. I love them. And you're a big fan of Ryan, obviously. Yes. Yes. I'm a big fan of Eva, too. Um, I Have you ever seen Hitch? That's mm -hmm. one of my favorite. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. It's with um, Will Smith and her. And Will Smith basically plays a guy that <clears throat> helps people date. And when he, you know, guys that don't know how to date, and he, like, gives them tips and pointers and stuff, how to land girls and get laid. And then they fall in love, and it's really a sweet movie. You guys should watch it. We need a hitch, too, I think. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Um, all right, well, that wraps it up for our pop culture segment of the day. But next, we're going to be going into Stan's sign oh, and Jesus. everything going on with him. Are you ready? All right, hit me. Hit me with it. All right, all right, let's do it. All right, so Stan is a Libra sun with a Scorpio rising. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Okay, so for the rest of your life, you're going to read for both Scorpio and Libra because you're half and half. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, for instance, I'm Aries rising, and I'm a Taurus sun. So there's always the cross currents in my life that are happening that are either Aries energy or uh, Taurus energy. Well, they usually happen simultaneously. So, for instance, uh, in my sign, I'm going through a lot of eclipses that are in my career because of the Aries energy, but then it's also aligning it me, me with publicity and mainstream, like, like, literally media, because that's how it's hitting Taurus. And so both of those are always happening to me right now. So, you know, that kind of, you know, cross current would be happening. So for, we'll go into those eclipses for you later, but 
Interestingly though, because you are a later degree Scorpio, like that's the where it, it happened, uh, the sun was rising at your moment of birth, Jupiter is actually currently still in your house of identity because your first house has a lot of Sagittarius in it too. So basically, um, I'm trying, how can I explain this more to you? So, See a therapist is what you're saying. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, so Jupiter's the planet of miracles and fortune and blessings and it just kind of like opens doors for you in a certain area of your life once every 12 years, okay? So right now it's in your identity. So ever since roughly about, I would say, October of last year, until probably, I'm gonna say until roughly about November of this year, this is basically the, the, the launching period for the next 12 years of your life. So you, you're gonna see really, really big things happening, and I don't know what they are to you, but they're very specific that are like, they could be big projects that you're launching, you could be starting a company, you could be moving, you could be finding, you know, taking a, a step with a partner further, you could be meeting someone of significance if you don't have one right now. You could be wanting to have a baby. It's like all of this big shit that you want to make happen is just the whole world is open to you. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, so all of that. So I, like, I love that because you're like having this little smirk. Mm. Yeah, you know, that, that energy is, so you're not crazy. That's all real. You know, it's, it's divinely blessed. So the thing that you have to do with it is that I always talk about it in astrology, how there's like a predictive quality, but the thing about it that I want to use is that it's productive. So you know how to use certain energies at a certain time, so you're not wasting any of your focus, you know? Like, if there's a door open for you for love, I wanna be like, Stan, go get that shit! You know, or like, fall more deeply in love with who you're with. And, but if, but if it's like, you're focusing on work, you're gonna miss all of the love, and you're not gonna have as much opportunity to bring it into your life. So since uh, Jupiter is here, it is blessing everything in your life, anything that you want. So if you, like, if you have a vision board or you like have something that's so more work oriented, you're saying. Anything, anything, anything. This could like when Jupiter's in your sign, this is what the, this is that it's that crazy year where like you meet the love of your life or you get engaged or married or you fall in love again for the way that you've like haven't in so long or you have a baby or get pregnant or buy a house. Not the last one. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> buy a house. You like make more money than you have ever. You you know, launch your career in a significant direction, but all of it happens at one time. Like that kind of thing. So now that you know that, you have roughly until November, until that window closes. That's scary. So is that the similar thing of what's going on with me because I'm a Libra as well, or is this more the Scorpio part of it? This is the Scorpio part. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, because the thing is, because, so he's a late, like, as I was saying before, you're a later degree. So there are 30 degrees in every single sign. You're, I think it was like 26 degrees or something of Scorpio. So your first house is roughly usually about 30 degrees. I mean, it gives or takes, you know, depending on like the, the exact system we're printing it up with. But that's why a lot of Sagittarius has, is in your first house. So Jupiter's in Sagittarius. And that's why that still energy is still in your first house. Does this making sense? Imagine a wheel. Mm -hmm. Does it make any sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting that. Keep going. Okay. Wheel. Um, Okay, yeah, it's so a it's a wheel. So all of this energy is going to continue to happen for you. And you've been, it's right now Jupiter has been going backwards in your, in your house of identity, which means that you've been doing a lot of very significant, like, reassessing, thinking about different things that you want. Like, where do you want to go for the next 12 years of your life? Where do you, like, 
who do you want to be with? Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be around? What projects are important to you? What is going to be lasting to you? And that period has been since March where you've been really doing a lot of reassessing. That's going to, you're going to finally have it all kind of figured out by August 11th. And then, yeah, yeah literally, by, by, by literally around August 11th, Jupiter's going to be moving forward again in your house of identity. So the whole world is going to be speeding up even faster again for you. But you only have from then until roughly about November. Because the thing is, you don't have to get it all right now. When you're, the, the, the key thing here is to, to lay action, to create the seeds. It's not just thinking about it and making intentions. And that's another one thing that I'm kind of like, I, I, I am taking a different path than a lot of either like, you know, metaphysicists or, you know, energy workers or astrologers that, you know, yes, intention is important, but that's step one. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. If, you, if you're not jumping into the lake and, and, of that, and the lake is love and, Lake's not gonna, or the, the love's not gonna come to you, you know? Like, it's, it, you have to create a ripple. You have to create action. It's the same thing as like, if you're in love with someone and you don't tell them, they may not never know, you know? And it's, and it's, so that's really, really crucial now. So at least just lay the foundations, lay the, like the pieces because over oh, 12 years, yeah. They're laid. Over 12 <laughs> years now, then they're gonna blossom, okay? Mm -hmm. So that, that's, crucial for you to know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, an, an important things to note for you are that you are having eclipses take place in your career, though. And one is actually happening today on July 2nd. So what this means is that this is like a destined, you're going to have like destined news in your career. It's going to be so massively opening and beginning for you. And it's going to be just like you know, these, these incredible moments where you're like, holy shit, like it finally happened. Or it's like, oh my God, this connection's happening. Another way that I, that I explain this is so when you are born, whether you, whether you believe in God or angels or spirits or nature, whatever it be, that energy put a tent pole in your life in these different areas. And you have to cross those thresholds in order to get to the next level in your evolution. So this, what's happening around now is destiny that was supposed to happen since you were born. And so like it's in your career, which is crazy. And then you're also going to be having eclipses that are taking place in your family or domestic sector, which could be like you're getting back, getting close with family or your family's expanding in some way or you're, or you're moving and like updating your space or like, you know, things of that nature. Like that's the domestic sector. Um, so going back to career though, just so we can ask some spe specific dates for you. You have three more eclipses that are going to be happening in the next year here, which is huge, massive, massive change for you. So in your career sector, this is all about fame, publicity. This is about making big movements like through this, like skyrocketing forward. So around- Can I get a billboard on sunset? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Happy 21st birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? With new boobs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh my God, this would, that would be, it would just be so epic. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. So July 2nd around here. So this news is going to be like building and percolating. Tomorrow. No, it's today. Today no. is... Well, no, this is going to... Oh, wait, no, you're right. On the 3rd. Damn it, so. you guys, we're pre-taping. All right, yeah. Sorry, so, we're yeah. pre-taping. Just two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, it's it's tomorrow's Tuesday. So I'll be celebrating by the time this, yeah, this gets goes live. Yeah. You um, let us I am us waiting on something big. If it happens on the 2nd. Well, it, the thing You're is, getting champagne. that that <laughs> opens the door for it. So it will happen 
or in the coming time, like I would say roughly 10 days. But the thing about eclipses is that they're so powerful, they work like a pendulum. So you may have already, like some people, like a lesser degree are gonna start noticing things happening like a month and a half before to a month and a half after. But like most people are having their most dramatic news in the eclipse now. So that's why breakups are happening, engagements are happening, people are getting signed to big projects, people are moving across country, people, you know, like all of this crazy shit. You know, babies are being born, all those, this huge stuff, because that's the energy of the eclipse. Like for instance, my good friend John, he got married or he got engaged a couple days before the eclipse, but the eclipse was hitting him in this energy. It didn't have to exactly happen right after. It's just that opening is here for him and it exactly is aligned in his house of marriage. So there's that. The next time, and that, Sam, this works for you too because you're both Libras, January 10th is another eclipse in this sector. So there's gonna be some big crowning moments at this point in time, just like powerful. And you're just gonna be like, hell yes, I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> and like really like feeling it, you know? And you know, like for instance, like I have an eclipse that's happening in my career on the 16th and it's the sh it's like the show stuff and everything. Mm -hmm. Like and it's just like bam, I'm gonna crown myself with this but the world is crowning me. And that's the kind of stuff that the universe is gonna be doing to you specifically around because the, the eclipse that is happening for me in this career sector is like you are on January tenth of next year. And then the last one is June twentieth. Of next year next year yeah so that's really really crucial to know um so there's that so you have a lot of big stuff that you're kind of waiting on right now it seems is that the place that you're at uh actually doing some big things but there's one that we did go pitch that i'm waiting any minute on so it would be pretty major okay well if it i'm happens, expecting that champagne when you get yeah call, okay you need to tell like us for, i need a okay. text okay you can oh, be like hi i'll come over right yeah, now yeah, yeah. and we okay. i mean the hot tub and pool yeah there you go i'll already be there so okay. <laughs> yeah with wine or something yes right totally totally so yeah so you know just the last thing i really want to take away or that you take away from this is to take chances now to go really big you know make big moves because the universe is really on your side and it's not just in your career it's in every area with Jupiter blessing you okay Thank you. Yay. Thank you very much. All right, guys. We then are going to get into our Bang Mary Kale. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. So what we're doing, okay? Mm -hmm. So as we know, we are in cancer season now officially. So have you ever played Bang Mary Kill before, Sam? No, but I, I know what it is. You know what it is. Okay. So I'm going to give us three cancers, and we're going to have to choose to bang, marry, or kill them. First one is Milo Ventimiglia, who's of course well, this is us. I worked with him on Gilmore us. Girls. I and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh god, yeah. I forgot about that. He's yeah. who doesn't love him? I've interviewed him on the carpet before. He's such a sweet, sweet guy. I really like him. I love cancer. Yes. Um, the second one is Benedict Cumberbatch, and our third is going to be Harrison Ford. Hmm. Hmm. I'm so not attracted to straight dudes. <laughs> Sorry, I picked Allegedly. the dudes at least. At least yeah. I picked the dudes. <laughs> no, I love you. Did my best. Every time I pick the guys, Kyle's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so when they we have a very guys, different type of man, which is, I think, a yeah. good thing. Yeah, okay. Um, who would like to go first? Would you like to go first, Stan, as our guest? I was going to say Mary Milo. Yes. Yes. But banging would be a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, and who would you bang and kill between Harrison Ford and Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, then I'd have to bang uh, yeah. Benedict. Okay. And I'd have to kill Harrison Ford. Sorry. Aww. Or Calista Flockhart, right? I know, seriously. Yes. I should do it. Celeb WTF on them one week, actually. Yes, you should. Yeah. Yeah. That it's is just... one we're going to need to do. Okay, so obviously um, I would marry Jack. I mean, Milo, you know. Um, I would marry him. I would. I would bang Harrison Ford, but like when he was Indiana Jones. How about even before? But like, even before, like yeah. He just moved to LA. And yeah. He was all sweaty and dirty and mm-hmm. jeans and boots. Yes. That's, giving an image, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. you pull up some old pictures of him. I, I know. Mean, he was fucking hot. He, he was. was. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. was. And even when he was in What Lies Beneath, he was kind of a fox, which yeah. is one of my favorite scary movies. Um, and then, you yeah, like that movie? I love that movie. I thought it was awful. What Lies Beneath? Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford? I thought it was terrible. Oh my god, it's, I've seen it ten times. Oh my god. She's beautiful. I love it. She, I love oh, I love her. She's a Taurus. I just want to have dinner with her. Me she, yeah, I can't too. wait to meet her. Yeah. She's one of the people, though, too, I'm afraid to meet her because I don't want to be disappointed. You know, in room. She's a Taurus. Guy. She's a goddess. Okay. She's a goddess. All right, She's good. a straight up goddess. And yeah. so then, um, that leaves Benedict Cumberbatch. I'd have to kill him. He just kind of gives me bad vibes, and I'm not so attracted tall, to isn't him. He? He's tall. Isn't he like you know eight feet three or something? Yeah, he's pretty tall. Doctor <laughs> Strange. Um, so yeah, what about you, Kyle? Alrighty. Well, I am going to marry. Is it Milo? Milo? Is it, yeah, I keep Milo. on saying it's Milo. Yeah. Milo. Yeah, I'm gonna marry Milo. And I think I am going to bang Harrison Ford just to say I banged Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I mean, he's just so iconic, you know, and I'm just, I'll just really close my eyes and just imagine that he's still in Star Wars and be like, just bragging rights, guys, right? You know, I mean, come on. And then, because then I have like a little piece of like the, the, the franchise inside of me. <laughs> there we go. Let's be really specific. <laughs> sorry, that was a much. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> uh, and then Benedict. Enjoy your meal. <laughs> and then uh, Benedict, you can go. Yeah. Can go, sorry. Sorry, Benedict. Well. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for joining us this week. And thank you, Stan, for thank joining us. Thank you for us. inviting me. Of course. This was a blast. Um, where can everyone keep up with you in the meantime? Uh, uh, social media everywhere. Zimmerman Stan, just so I can be a little different. Um, but follow me. I'm doing a lot of plays and theater in L.A. and going to D.C. area, actually, July 6th to do a very important piece about suicide. So I do a lot of other things besides comedy. And also, if I can quickly say, I'm also bringing back my Diary of Anne Frank, starring a Latinx cast, because I want to make the connection with what's happening at the border. So that will be um, in L.A. at the end of October. Wow, how cool. Well, I want to come see one of your plays yeah, for sure. Uh, just let us know, yeah. Yes. I mean, like, we would love to come. And we'll do like shouts out. Shouts. Right. Shout out. Yes. Uh, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Astrokiki Radio. And I am Kyle Thomas, and you can follow me on Instagram at MRKyleThomas. And I'm also on Facebook as well. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a wonderful week. See you next week, guys. 
thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank you.